Attention, patriots. Broadcasting from the free zones, Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3, 2... Good morning, Patriots. Welcome to the Morning Commute with JJS and Lady Liberty, broadcasting from the heart of the American Redoubt, Ultra Maga Territory. Good morning, Lady Liberty. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone out there. Welcome to Thrash Economy Thursday. Thrash them. And boy, <laughs> they got thrashed. Oh, did they There's ever? There's more to come. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited. You know, um, my dad used to say, don't gloat. But you know what? I'm sorry. Are we afforded at least a little gloating today? I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of celebration. <laughs> I think that we should start off saying to Liz Liz Cheney, bye-bye. That's right. Oh, sayonara, sister. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. Enough of that. We don't do <laughs> yeah. boy bands, but they just had the perfect lyrics for the moment. So no kidding. <laughs> yep. Well, we we got one out of two that we're really hoping for. Of course, of course, we still have Murkowski I stuck don't up there understand in those poor people in Alaska stuck with her for the time being. And oh my goodness, they well, stuck it, the rest of us with her. Sarah, they sent Sarah Palin forward. She's heading to yep. the general elections. Yep, she's moving on, and yep. so now it's Murkowski and and Chewbacca. Murkowski. Yep. Always, <laughs> always watching, watching you. you. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, I I just don't understand the people in that district. It uh, well, I'll just keep. I'll, I'll reserve my statements. And well, comments. like like one of our listeners said, he he cast his vote and uh, cast it to the Dominion voting system. So, well, hmm. Right. <laughs> maybe well, that was... maybe that's the answer as to what's going on with her. Well, so what's uh, really cool about this is that they couldn't. The numbers were so off the charts they couldn't manipulate this one. Yeah, right. Matter of fact, they were probably thinking, don't even touch this one because <laughs> everybody knows. I mean, it's just uh, all eyes are going to be on it, uh, on this this race in Wyoming. You know, just don't even try to meddle with it. Well, not only that, but apparently now the the Tea Party has started an election fraud education course for people. Oh. Apparently over 6,000 people have signed up for it already and it's spread all across the whole United States and it's only going to get bigger. It and sounds so, like violent domestic extremism to me. Oh, it's so cool. Watching, it is, watching your local elections and holding them accountable. Yeah, imagine that. You know, I mean, I think that's, I think that's a perfect idea and it's awesome to see it. And it, they actually have it's a training. They're training programs that they've set up. And so, woohoo! That, yes. That's perfect. That is exactly what we need, where wow. people are totally engaged in stopping this election fraud Imagine and, and retaining a, our country. Again, an educated electorate. Wow. I what know. a concept. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, uh, you, you know what? That's almost as interesting as a, as a godly group of people that have been elected to office imagine right. imagine that concept huh well, well i mean they're, they're, they're not going to put up with it to, if they if they can if they can get away with it i mean already well they're going after the next generation you know here again another this is in the united states talking about an educated electorate 
They want a indoctrinated electorate. In Texas, a, a school district in Texas is removing the Holy Bible from school libraries. Now, Todd Starnes hit on this. Several others have as well. The Bible ban in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro is part of a new Keller Independent School District Board of Trustees policy, removing any books that had been challenged last year. I wonder if that also means all the uh, all the homo, tranny, all that stuff targeting children, the pedophilia books. I, well, see, that's, that those. was you know that was the discussion that we had earlier. Is that that they they pulled those books immediately without any any intervention from the Department of Justice at all? Right. How right. did how does that happen? Uh, well, obviously we know, right? It doesn't t- doesn't take much to figure that out, and you know that's it's kind of like uh, what has just happened with the FBI, where the FBI went and, and put up huge chain link fences all the way around their headquarters building and it looks exactly like the white house now and and i saw that picture and i went absolutely perfect you know as as a horseman i'd have to say that is a a, a fence that's good and strong and should hold them well there's the <laughs> and, there's the problem you know, there must be there must be a failure point somewhere because i mean they have the white house completely surrounded with a fence i mean top of the line fencing well, and they're it, still getting out the the cool thing about a fence is that it can work both ways right i mean we trump's idea of of helping clean up all the homeless situations is is to reestablish uh mental institutions get them back up and running so that right. the people that truly have mental disorders can can be sent to insane asylums well, i mean have to... there's it's a safety factor for the rest of the public and you know temporarily what the fbi and the white house set up would work just perfectly for if them if they wouldn't keep getting out well you know do we have to we could you know we could post some guards at the at the entrances so that you know maybe padlock the gates yeah well we need to tell <laughs> all the guards that are already there to do an about face. Exactly. And and the other thing, too, I don't know if Trump's plan would work. We would have to hold special elections if we reinstituted insane asylums and started filling up. It would empty out most of Washington, It would empty out all DC. of our elected positions yeah. other than, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right. And, so, you know, there might be, like, a, a handful. Hawley there might be four or five in each state. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, back to this story, I didn't uh, mean to get pulled off of that. Uh, The banned material, which includes an adaptation of Anne Frank's diary, listed the good book as the Bible in any variation, King James or otherwise, on the district, the school district's website. A parent complained about the Bible in November and withdrew their complaint in December. They should have just withdrawn their child from the school district. Yep. Uh, I mean, grow a spine, people. Well, I mean... The whole school district, that whole, all these boards are full of communists anyway. So this is, you know, they're just playing out the agenda. According to the list, this comes after the Texas Education Agency opened an investigation into the district for sexually explicit books available to children. Oh, so here's what it is. This is this is retaliation. You're going to make us pull all this uh, pervert material from our libraries? Fine, we're going to pull all the Bibles. Yeah, that's all it is. That's that. That's how you know it's satanic, right yeah, there. Absolutely. You know that's uh, that's exactly what they're aiming for. Anyway, is Christians, the Bible, anything to do with God, and that very clearly explains that. Right. Yep. Well, okay. Speaking of the Bible, how yes. about we get to the word of the day, Perf- which is perfect segue. Yes, there you go. This is such a cool word of the day. You all are going to love this. 
The word of the day for Thrashicomi Thursday comes to us from Exodus chapter 39, verses 8 through 14, which mm. read under the title, Making the Breastplate. And he made the breastplate artistically woven like the workmanship of the ephod of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and of fine woven linen. They made the breastplate square by doubling it. A span was its length, and a span its width when doubled. And they set it in four rows of stones. A row with a sardius, a topaz, and an emerald was the first row. The second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and a diamond. The third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. The fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed in settings of gold in their mountings. There were twelve stones according to their names of the sons of Israel, according to their names engraved like a signet, each one with its own name according to the twelve tribes. And that's it. Huh. That's that is so fascinating that that reminded me that that reminded me of the foundation of the new Jerusalem in heaven actually has 12 layers, right? It has 12 layers, one foundation for each of the tribes of Israel. Oh, and, right, right. Uh, or wait a minute, you know what? Let me look it up. It's Revelations 21:12 and what that actually says is under uh, 21.12, it starts, Also she had a great and high wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gates and names written on them, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. Now all the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Okay, so... Each one is also according to a color. And so each one of the tribes of Israel has a specific color. And so those are the foundations. But the, well, I mean, the foundations are the names of the 12 apostles. And huh, so yeah. how interesting that there's a color associated with both the tribes of Israel and then... Right foundations with the apostles. And so I just I just thought that was really fascinating that they're associated with color. That, that's well, you and I were just having this conversation uh, yesterday afternoon about how much in the Old Testament is a foreshadowing of things to come. Right. You know, so all these stones and everything laid out match up, it sounds like, to how the city of Jerusalem is going to be laid out, the new right, Jerusalem. Right. Well, and see, okay, so what's interesting is the difference between the colors on the breastplate for the tribes of Israel. They're all, uh, well, they're each one, each name has its own color. And then each apostle in the foundation also has its own color because it says in verses 18 through 20 about the foundations. It says the construction of its wall was of jasper and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious, precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, Chrysoprase, the 11th 
Jacinth and the Twelfth Amethyst. So it's interesting that by name, they're associated with color either for the breastplate or for the foundation of the New Jerusalem. Right. What a fascinating study. That is. Very interesting. I never really thought about those parallels before. Well, and I never really uh, made the difference between the colors associated with with either the tribes or the apostles. Right. And so there we have it. That's that's super, super fascinating. And it, yeah. it does make me wonder, since the gates are for the gates of the New Jerusalem all have the names of the tribes. I wonder if those are color-coded as well. I, I haven't seen it so far. Um, but that would be interesting to see in the end also. Yeah. If, you know, they're all <laughs> color-coordinated. I wonder if it, you know, like like with the Scots, they have a certain tartan, you know. Right. And I wonder if, if the tribes will be that way. In, different gems. Yeah, yeah, different patterns with different you, colors. You know what's interesting? I'd love to try to find it again. You and I, a couple of years ago, stumbled across a teaching uh, from, it was it was a Christian geologist and a what did it deal with rocks stones yes yeah and it was it was either ultraviolet or infrared some type of light what's interesting about this is all of these precious stones what's pre- the most precious stone to, to us as humans we think of diamonds right right you notice diamonds is not listed in any of those precious stones in Jerusalem or on it it is on the ephod. The the diamond is on the ephod, but okay. apparently not in the foundation. Right. It's not any part of the foundation of uh, the New Jerusalem or heaven right. where those are listed. And he explained that there is a light that will not pass through a diamond, but it will only pass through all of these other stones that are listed in the Bible Yeah, right. Uh, for the foundation. And anyway, it's just a really fascinating... We almost turned it off because, like, nah, this is boring. But then we, <laughs> we hung in there for like four, four minutes, and then all of a sudden it started to get really fascinating yeah. from a Christian pers- biblical perspective. And he just laid it all out, all these stones, and, and uh, how they reflect light, refract light or don't. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really neat. We'll try to find that again somewhere. Yeah, and I have—I don't really have um, the only way that I can relate this because there are always random turnings, and I—I'm not one to question God. And so, if He wants us to be heaven, heavenly minded, and focusing more on heavenly things, because we're approaching the end times, you know, why not? And uh, and, yeah. and we are—we are approaching a very possible, I mean, you know, uh, we're obviously not going to say a date or a time because nobody knows, but we're approaching a possibility here pretty soon in the end of September, and it probably wouldn't hurt everyone to be a little bit more heaven-minded. So uh, just throwing that out there and and as a point of interest, if nothing else. Yep, be ready and be looking up. That's right. Pretty exciting. Okay, well, let's uh, go ahead and take a break and come back. we got more thrashing to do. Uh, Thank you for that scripture. Uh, Put that out again. Praise God. That was uh, Exodus chapter 39 verses 8 through 14 okay good enough got it and uh with that we'll close out segment one segment one brought to you by katie armor serious body armor for serious times and uh that website is katiearmor.com and it's spelled c-a-t-i just think come and take it c-a-t-i katiearmor.com and we'll be back right after these messages stay right there Our fourth obligation is to understand propaganda techniques as used by both the communist and the socialist. 
Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. 0%. Thousands of good, loyal Americans have been duped into actually aiding the communists. Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. <laughs> coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Bold, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com You want to know something? We always win. We always win. That's right. We always win. Well, sure, winning this <laughs> go around, and it looks like we're going to be winning in November. And when asked about one of these uh, recent primaries, as people were coming out, they were asked by the journalists who's winning, and the response was Trump is. <laughs> yeah, it, so true. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And he did. He used the right strategy. He he diverted all the funds from the RNC into his own program so that he could use those funds by other Republicans across yep. the nation to support all of these candidates that are winning. That's right. That's right. But there's still a lot of thrashing to do. Uh, there's our, you know, our borders obviously still wide open and Despite National Guard being rolled out, and of course, Governor Ducey there in Arizona is trying to pretend like he's uh, doing something to, you know, block the wall. Now, just last Friday, he begins, right? But listen to this. So in Texas, they, they've got the National Guard and, and Texas Rangers and all kinds of law enforcement mobilized to stop this invasion. Well, from the right scoop news... Uh, Texas National Guard blocks illegals from coming in on private land. Yay. Well, guess what? The Border Patrol shows up and lets them all in. Oh. Yeah, no kidding. So the Texas National Guard blocked illegals from coming into the state using a locked gate on private property. But according to Bell uh, Milligan, Biden's Border Patrol showed up with a key and unlocked the gate and let them all in. So my question is, why did the National Guard not arrest the Border Patrol agents? Yeah, right. I mean, I, I don't understand. Would you look, you, you have a gate, you lock it, you post soldiers there to guard it, and they're on guard duty, which is to be taken with the highest level of, of uh, seriousness. How did they allow somebody to come up and unlock that? I, I don't understand. Right, right. So Boy. once again, the federal government under this regime is completely subverting American law, American borders, our security, uh, everything. It, it's pure subversion. Well, and, and an interesting parallel about the federal government is that... Uh, Doing all the research for my first book, The Perils of Sustainable Development, I was able to uncover that the biggest, the easiest method for the United Nations to get all of their their communist globalist plans worked into the United States was through the federal branch, through the federal government. Right. Because, because of the large number of unelected 
officials. They're all appointed and they're not, they're not answering to anybody in the public, whereas an elected official would be. And so if you're part of this federal branch, they, they used them heavily to basically build the whole deep state. Right. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shadow government right alongside the legitimate one. And so it's it's no surprise to me to hear this kind of thing that the federal government is going to continually be subverting. So this is this was their excuse. This is what they the excuse they gave to this uh, journalist Bill Mulligan. Border patrol opening gates and etc. to allow migrants in is not new. They have to process migrants on U.S. soil per federal law. What's new in Texas is now closing the gate and denying entry at this major crossing location, always open in months past including in the video that he shot. So here's the thing. If you have to process migrants on U.S. soil, that's federal law. If they never even cross the border, how do they become migrants that you have to process? Right. Oh, let's let them all in. Oh, darn, we got migrants. We have to process them now. Yes, exactly. And processing means... Processing means legal. Ask them what their name is. If they tell you, write down whatever they tell you, and then... Here's your court date, and then poof, off you go, never to be seen again. Well, that's that's the outstanding question: is what's the difference between a legal immigrant and an illegal immigrant, right? And well, my uh, well, obviously, there's there's a process, and yeah. so they're talking about the process that makes them legal. And so, what is you know, it's like it's like using the system against the system to use the system, right? It's another one of these convoluted, just schizophrenic manners that they're you know it it just makes no sense well it certainly doesn't well you've got something that we were going to try to hit on and uh, we've got five minutes so we've got plenty of time to cover this the pit yes the pit that happened last saturday on on august 13th and this thing was covered by tons and tons of news media it's just that none of the mainstream media is reporting on it. Well, they're not news media. They're just news they, they makers. were there. They were there to listen, but they're obviously not there to report any of it or right. tell the truth. And but there were several that were very, uh, you know, that have an excellent reputation, like Epic Times, yes. like Gateway Pundit, uh, multiple of them, which is the only reason probably we even know about this. That's right. And we all, they also had some other uh, great speakers there, like Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was there. Yes. And and so this is what this is. The pit is set up by the same people that, uh, well, from True the Vote, that were responsible for all the material in. 2,000 mules. Right. And so now they're going more in-depth and they're sharing more of their information in this thing that they're calling the pit. And so so what they have uncovered here has actually caused them to be threatened. They've now been threatened. And so they want everybody to help get this information out so it's not all just on them and they're not the only ones holding the information that they can be snuffed out and then nobody ever gets this info exactly. because it's too important. And that's what we want to do here. So what right. is so, the information? So what the information is is basically that the the Chinese Communist Party is incredibly deep into the rigging of our elections. Mm-hmm. And so what Catherine Albrecht and and Greg Phillips have uncovered here is not speculation, it's evidence. And keep that in mind while yes. you're listening to this. It says uh, in a report from the pit, it says, 
Greg and Catherine told a detailed story about some of their findings that they haven't revealed publicly for their own safety. They gave the pit attendees information and resources to continue digging and exposing this story. It involves foreign interference in local and state elections around the country. Names were named. They told us after the pit was done, which it is now, that we can blow it up. But we're all wondering, blow it up as in, as in send this information as far and wide as you can get it. Yep. But we're all wondering what we should what we should post and how we can do it with respect for Greg and Catherine's safety. And so all the news media that were there that are legitimate, they're agreeing to share all this information uh, simultaneously this week. And so Catherine said they will work to post information about this story on their new website that you can find at open.inc, which is open.ink, and that has been posted since Monday. And the the citizen journalists at the pit are also uh, telling it all this week as well. And uh, as far as as far as how this is happening is that uh, there's many will be digging into the questionable company that is involved in this that may have been rigging the elections on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. The primary company, outside of Dominion, by the way, the primary company name is called Connec Inc., spelled K-O-N-N-E-C-H, Incorporated, an election management company based in Michigan. Hmm. Both Greg and Catherine said they stumbled across databases and software that linked this company directly into the Chinese Communist Party, and there was a load of information about American election systems located on servers based in Wuhan, China. Wow. Our information, our election information on their servers in Wuhan, China. Wow. How does that happen? Okay, so one more time. I want to get this website down. Uh, it's, what is it? Dot .ink, dot .ink. Open.ink. Open.ink. All right, good. Yes. www.open.ink. Right. Okay, and then it says, after finding out about this and going to the authorities, they were threatened. Now they want we the people to help them expose this story since the FBI is too compromised to do anything. And it says here that uh, um, the problem is that there are some counties and states around the country where this company's software and products are still in use. And, of course, we have midterm elections coming up. Uh, And so, well in quite a few states that haven't even had theirs yet. So this company also does business in other countries such as Australia. No surprise there because look at all the influence, the incredulous influence China has over Australia right now. And also this is possibly likely one company of many tied to the CCP running elections around America. And Dominion was just one of them, but China has all of their ties into dominion as well wow so uh, that's that's kind of the intro for what is what happened there at the pit and the uncovering of china's link into our election fraud okay well we'll look at it right now there's just a youtube video posting there with her giving that testimony but uh i know a lot more is going to come out of this and we will bring it to you here at the morning commute you guys have a blessed rest of the day and join us tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here. That's right. You all have a thankful Thrash Thursday and blessings to all of you Christian patriots out there.